This episode is brought to you by Objective Outcomes. If you're tired of fad diets, yo-yo dieting, and quick fixes that don't last, you should start a sustainable, behavior-based personal training that is primed for lifelong changes to promote a healthier lifestyle. You can find us at ObjectiveOutcomesABA.com. Also, if you are seeking remote supervision and interested in the application of ABA in health, sports, and fitness, we offer supervision for unrestricted hours, monthly group supervision where you can meet others on the same track as you. You can find more at ObjectiveOutcomesABA.com. This is an ABA podcast with two BAs and And no BS. This is two BAs on a pod. Okay, guys, welcome back to True Crimes. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) True Behaviors (laughs) of Crime. (laughs) Welcome back to True Behaviors of Crime. What is this, episode four? Right? This This is the fourth one. one. Yeah. Chris Watts. Yeah, Sherry, you're there. This is the fourth one. Like we were saying, I think what's Ashley's show, Ashley's episode, that we're just kind of doing a little data analysis, a little ABA experimental design. We're doing true crime and then um, we have a a guest and then we have our our single topic episode and another true crime. So we're doing an ABA experimental design on our shows. (laughs) We're going to look at the data and kind of decide what direction we're going to take this because we're in this we're in this in the long the long haul. Like we want to keep podcasting. We don't see us stopping anytime soon. So we just want to do what's like I guess most listened to, most appreciated, and um, we enjoy both. So right. we are doing another true crime episode today, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I am too. I don't know anything about this, like at all. Yes. yes. Like this you was, told me the I, name. I, I didn't look it up. I just, I don't know. So I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I I was like stuck between a few different cases. This is why like we're going to continue this, I think, like regardless what the data says at least one time a month because there's so many cases that I want to do. But right. this case this case is an interesting one. So let's get into it. This is the story of Lisa Nowak or Lisa Caputa is her maiden name. So the story began as a little girl's dream come true. She was born in 1963. Her aspiration of becoming a literal astronaut was a slim chance as there was only (laughs) one female astronaut that's been in space in the early 60s. And I looked it up and it was like a a female astronaut in like Russia. So it wasn't even American. Wow. Yeah. So there was like no female astronauts that went to space when she was born. But Lisa recalled uh, her fascination with space and astronauts at five years old. Um, and she told, like, in, a, in an interview that she remembers the moon landing and watching the astronauts and thought it was very exciting. So the moon landing for America happened in 1969. So it, Apollo mission. Or did it? I'm just yeah. <laughs> when, when did it, like, supposedly when it happened? Yeah. No, I'm just like, kidding. How have, not, how have we not gone back to the moon since 1969 is the real conspiracy? I know. <laughs> like, what's going on? If we went once, why can't we go again? Like, I don't get I don't, it. I don't get it either. But anyway, I was that, just joking. If that did or did not happen, that happened in 1969. So she was five, five or six years old 
clearly a huge event made a big impact right. on her. That's one small step for man, one one giant leap for mankind. So that really affected right. her. She's like, I want to be an astronaut, and cool. you know, being yeah, being born in the sixties, being a female, like that's like keep dreaming, girl. Yeah, like but keep dreaming on doing anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <Poor> exactly. <laughs> Imagine poor females. Um, but she kept on trucking. So after high school, she joined the United United States Navy. She received cool. her bachelor's of science in aerospace engineering. That sounds really fucking tough to receive a degree it in does. that. But like, what does that even mean? In 1987, she served as a naval flight officer for the U.S. Navy. Wow. And that's when she, yeah, and that's when she began operating aircrafts. That's impressive. So, yeah, exactly. For, especially as a female in the 80s. And then right. the 90s. In 1993, she was chosen for a restricted line assignment, which is like a, I guess like a special assignment as an aerospace engineering duty officer for NASA, like the NASA. And yeah. in 1995, she began U.S. Naval Test Pilot School in Maryland. So she went on to receive her master's degree in aeronautical engineering and was chosen through a very competitive selection process to join the astronaut program. Like, that sounds Aww, fake. Yay. <laughs> I know. It does. Like, I'm, I'm go, like, so I'm, happy for her. <laughs> it just sounds fake. Like, I'm going to go join. I got chosen to join the astronaut program. Like, that is like, she's literally like reaching her dreams. Right. So, and it's like, hap- it's just like falling into place. Like, it would feel like, place. oh, my God, it's meant to be. Yeah, like she knew, like she, like she said in the interview, like she knew since she was five years old, like she's going to be an astronaut. And um, so she got into a couple of different schools in high school, but she chose the U.S. Navy because she thought it would be a better chance at getting in, into like NASA. And it did. It right. worked. So yeah, from the U.S. Navy, then she was um, selected to, get to to become an astronaut. She she went to astronaut school. Cool. <laughs> uh, I know it's it's crazy. It is noted, like from all the articles that I read, that um, she was often like belittled by her male colleagues Aww. and the professors, yeah. saying like, "Oh, you don't belong here. Women don't belong here." Um, and there was only six percent of the class was female. So I I don't I couldn't find how many people were in that classroom, but if you know, it's only six percent. I can imagine there is very sparse, like one, two, three, three classmates that were females, right? Which is like hard. I can't. Like the thing is, I feel like mm-hmm. people get so angry about that, but it's like okay, we can't go back and like change that mentality of that being that. But like it's women right. like this that now no one, like that doesn't happen. I mean, maybe it does, yeah. but like not. I've never been told by any professor no matter how old they were that right I was less than because I was a woman or I didn't belong there right we also have degrees that I feel like are predominantly females well I mean now I feel like we have yeah. an education degree right yeah that is true or in our English. science even though it is a science we are predominantly female which I think is Art. great people want to push men to us but I'm like let us stay a science and let <laughs> right. us be female dominant like that is not a thing usually in science mm-hmm. so cool yeah but- exactly but the fact that thanks she did, to people like her, yeah, like aeronautical engineering, like what, like, like what? That's, that's crazy. She moved up the hierarchy in her military ranks. She was well, well respected by her peers, and then she was chosen to be a part of space space missions, like actually wow. going to space. Yeah, I know it's fucking crazy. Uh, she was also she was also an officer. Um, I don't know the ranking. I don't know if you know this more than I do, um, but she was like. I guess an I guess an officer. So she was like a yeah. So supervisor role. 
the way that that works is like to be an officer you have to have a college degree so um you go to officer training after and like i don't know how it was then but now like your degree has to get approved obviously and like Mm. if they need like then you can go to officer school and you become an officer so officers are above enlisted ranks enlisted ranks like my boyfriend my brother they were well my brother still is enlisted Mm -hmm. ranks like they went right from high school I don't think one is better than the other but like some people don't want to go to college and right but then there's like an order right so like if you're like an E8 which is like it's an enlisted rank, but like at an eighth tier level, you've probably mm. been in for like 15, 10 years. So like mm. you're obviously above someone who's just like fresh out of high school, but then you answer to an officer and then an officer answers to a higher officer and then it goes through the right. whole chain. It's a hierarchy. So it's like a hierarchy, but officers are above like enlisted ranks. Okay. Yeah. So she was an officer. So she obviously she was a superior. Right. In, exactly. In a, yeah. So she, I mean, she was doing her thing. Um, she went to, she went on a space mission and, uh, 20, 2006 where she spent 13 days in space and Jesus while Christ. yeah that's fucking crazy so while she was in space she controlled the shuttle's robotic arm I literally have no idea what that means but it sounds fucking awesome that does. Um, she was anything she was controlled awesome <laughs> yeah and she yeah. she flew over like 30, 30 different aircrafts like she has this incredible resume um I saw like I found like an article her whole career like she was fucking badass um in her Aww. navy and her nasa career um so that is lisa caputo and then later on lisa Nowak. uh because she got her family so in the midst of her nasa astronaut duties she fell for one of her classmates in the naval academy so this is where she got Cute. her last name yeah richard Nowak. um so she married richard Nowak uh in 1998 and they ended up having one son and a set of twin girls so she was an astronaut, a wife, and a mom. Um, so regardless of her stressful responsibilities as a female astronaut, she still managed to have a handle on motherhood. However, How the fuck she, did she have these kids? I'm sorry, but I'm just I like, know. how did she have time to have I these was, kids? I was saying – I was thinking the same thing. And she actually um, – in that interview that I talked about earlier where she talked about um, being five years old, she was like very prideful of that, the fact that she had a – a solid career and a, like a really like um, respected career and also being a mother. Like she really right. was proud of that and she thought it was important to do both. So yeah, fucking hats off to you, Lisa. Cause that's crazy. For real. That's crazy. But and twins. It's, oh my God. And twins. Like, I could not imagine. Um, so she was, had a handle on motherhood. However, she was not the best wife. So, Oh shit. <laughs> this is where it gets juicy and this is like setting events so just okay. keep that in your back pocket that she had twins and a son and she was an astronaut and we'll we'll get into it um she was not the best wife because she began an affair with another astronaut like if you're gonna have if you're gonna cheat i guess cheat with the fucking astronaut right <laughs> but like how did she even have so you're telling me you're fucking your husband you're having kids you're doing all this shit and you're and fucking you're somebody f- else like how do you right. have all that time Girl. like how do you have time to do all that Setting events, setting events, Ashley. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, you think they had so sex she, in space? Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it said they never went to space together, but um, they did go to space how, on, like, separate like, missions. That would be how great. Gravity, tell me how gravity works there. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Poor Lisa. Sorry. <laughs> I know, Lisa. So she began an affair with another astronaut, William, um, a.k.a. Bill. Oh, God. She described their relationship as complicated. 
She yeah, said that yeah, <laughs> fucking bet, Lisa. You're married. She fuck? said it's more than a colleague relationship, but less than a romantic partners. Um, but Bill, he said no, we were romantically involved. So he he admitted it. Lisa was still married and Bill was actually married too at the time. So they're both cheating ass astronauts. <laughs> But Have she doesn't think it's romantic. Does she? Is it just sex for her then? Is she not equating that to like romantic relationship? Because she's like, oh, we're more I, than colleagues, but we're not like romantically involved. I, I think fuck. this is what this, <laughs> this came out after the the whole ordeal. So I think she's just trying to downplay their relationship. Oh, okay. After the fact, but clearly they had something going on. Clearly they were right, like something was happening. Fucking yeah, and they were both married. So you never – that's never good, right? You're both fucking no. married. Like, what is wrong with you guys? You guys are astronauts and you can't stay loyal. Right. I would not be – if my husband was an astronaut, I'd be like, oh, he doesn't have time to cheat. Like, That's what I then, would think. But I'm like, right? obviously not. He's like out here in space just like getting a shorty. Like, what? <laughs> better fucking stay there. That's where you're going to be forever now. <laughs> you don't want to come okay. back to Earth, motherfucker. I <laughs> like, know. Trust me. I'm like <laughs> – this is why, like, they're like, oh, like, females don't belong in astronaut programs. And Lisa goes and fucking cheats with another astronaut. Know. Like, this she. is just not this is not a good name for us. But I was so excited they ended- at first. <laughs> I know. Like, it went downhill quickly. Um, but, yeah, they were fucking around. But ultimately, Bill did divorce his wife in 2005. Their affair started in 2004. So a year oh, later wow. – yeah, so one year later, Bill and his wife divorced, and then um, Lisa actually got a divorce with her husband in 2007. Um, so in early 2007, they both were divorced, and they were both, like, kind of seeing each other in this complicated relationship. So oh, okay. perhaps Lisa was thinking, okay, finally, it's happily ever after. Finally, you know, I get my – I get my um, my little – Sneaky link turns into my my husband, but it's a shit show. Yeah, that never happens the way it should happen. Um, this was not the case because in mid January two thousand seven, Bill told Lisa that they needed to stop seeing each other because he was exclusive with another Air Force captain. So wait, so that matters, but not the fucking wife he was married to. That's that was okay. <laughs> that's so true i didn't even think about that that is so what? true like i'm gonna cheat on you with my wife but i can't cheat on you with my exclu- my exclusive with my new girlfriend. girlfriend my air force girlfriend I think about what that. <laughs> doesn't make any sense that is a great that is a great point there because so i think lisa was great <laughs> because we so he told lisa like we need to stop seeing each other i'm in a relationship with air force captain colleen shipman and then Bill, like, recalled when he told her, and he said, like, she was disappointed at the news, but she was accepting of it. Like, th- those were his quotes. Disappointed of the news, but accepting. <laughs> Is it a job interview? Like, a job that you don't get? Like, when I'm right, disappointed, exactly. but I understand. Right, no, motherfucker, like, I'm not okay. Right. <laughs> not well. <laughs> I'm not well. Exactly. And oh my God. We'll talk about all of this because I think it's all, like, leading up to what happens. So Lisa and Bill clearly had more than just a colleague's relationships because uh, she had the keys to his apartment. So, oh, I mean, no. I, that's that's pretty exclusive, right? If you have someone's keys to their apartment, like, I feel like yeah, you definitely have something. Right. You don't just give out your keys to anybody. But no. she took those keys and snuck into his place, into his apartment, <laughs> and she did some snooping. Of 
course she did. So she found Colleen's personal information. So he told her, like, hey, I have a thing with this Air Force Captain Colleen. She went in looking for shit. So she found uh, Colleen's personal information. She found, like, love, like, emails, like, basically, like, sexy right. in email form. Wow. <laughs> How old like, are they know. at this point? Um, They're, like, dude, they're grown-ass adults. So she was born right, in, like, she was born in 1963, and this was 2007. So like, she's like forty something years old. Forty something years old. Like they're grown ass adults. And you're sending um, sex emails. I don't even get this. sex emails from my man. And I'm <laughs> fucking. I'm not close to 47. So what the fuck? <laughs> right. Like they're the little horn dogs in, in Air Force. That's wild. In the Navy, yeah. So um, one of these emails like came out like on transcript, and this is quote. Oh, God. Uh, Colleen saying to Bill, I will have to control myself when I see you. First urge will be to rip <laughs> off your clothes, throw you in the ground, and love the hell out of you. That's hot. <laughs> so she was like. What the fuck? Yeah. So she was reading all these, like, explicit emails, them telling each other how much they love each other and they care about each other. And obviously, Lisa was fucking livid. Was she younger? Was Colleen younger? Um, I don't know. I, sh- I didn't get her age. That's a good question. I'm just wondering. Well, she was like 25. I, this guy's like, oh, right. yeah. Well, she's Fuck the Air Force Lisa. captain. So she has to be already probably like in her 30s. I mean, yeah, if you're right. 25 and you're an Air Force captain, fucking that's pretty dope. Right. But she, she was established herself in, in her rankings. And um, so she found that. She found Colleen's personal information. And she found when and where Colleen's f- next flight will be landing. Oh, fuck. I guess the emails were going back and forth because um, Colleen went away on a trip. So she found out, okay, Colleen will be landing at this airport at this time, like per these emails. Oh, fuck. She knew where to find Colleen. So after this happened, after this break in, after she got this information, this is when Lisa Nowak was dubbed the diaper astronaut. Oh, my God. Frantic and psychotic Lisa drove over 900 miles from Orlando to Houston. And let's just think about how many hours is 900 miles. I know I go to – when I go drive back home, it's like almost 250 miles. And that's like a four-hour drive. So 900 miles has to be like – what do you like 12 hours? It's a 14 and four minute, 14 hour, four minute drive. And like, like I mean, that's like from city to city. That's not from like address to address. So right. We could say that could well have been close to 20 hours of driving. Just imagine, just imagine her like just frantic and manic, just like fucking. Oh my God. Yes. So, be- but before she left, she packed up a duffel bag and she put on adult diapers. Um, this is why she's called oh. a diaper astronaut. So she put on these diapers. This is kind of why this, <laughs> the case is so crazy because she's like an astronaut. She has all these credentials, but she's psychotic enough to drive from Orlando to Houston in adult diapers because she could not be burdened with restroom stops. Wait, but what about gas? She Maybe just throw the gas in real quick, but she's not taking a piss. I don't know. That's why I'm like, what about – because she also pulled out cash so she can eat. Like, 
I don't know the priorities there. Her priorities were a little fucked up. <laughs> like, well, she was not well. Clearly not. She well, was not so. clearly not well. Um, and I did wow. look this up. Astronauts do wear diapers. I'm like, did she learn this from like her oh, okay. astronaut days? Like, is this something like a, like a life hack that we don't know about? Right. Which to th- that is not weird to me because like I've never I don't even know what it's like to be in space. I would rather wear a diaper than like my shit probably like flying around me because there's no gravity. <laughs> so like I get that. Space suits. Yeah. Like I don't want right. to say astronauts are weird for that, but this lady had no fucking business driving no. in a diaper. Like that is disgusting. That's disgusting. What about so- diaper rash? Did she change it? We'll talk about that. Okay, okay. (laughs) So um, the astronauts wear diapers. It's only during liftoff and return because they do have like bathrooms in the spacecraft. So you don't have to always – Yeah, but I I was like, okay, maybe that's how she learned it. But no, like they only wear it during like liftoff and landing. So it's like – Maybe she's like desensitized to that because like as an adult, I would never even think to do that. But if she's had to do it before already because she's been on multiple space missions, like to her putting a diaper on is like, I don't give a fuck. I've done it before. Right. That's what I was thinking too. But it's still fucking weird. Um, so she pulled out cash because she didn't want any trace of her travels. <laughs> she threw on a wig, glasses, and a trench coat, which I was reading that. Like I could just <laughs> why would you choose those that outfit? Like that is that's hilarious the to me. Wig. Like the fucking yeah, what great. was that the uh Colobine, the stupid ass gang? The trench, the trench coat, coat. Um fucking mafia. It was like some type of thing like that, yeah. Stupid. That's what I thought of. I was like, oh my god, these yeah, fucking yeah. weirdos in their trench coats. <laughs> So she she had a disguise, she had a diaper on, and she had this duffel bag, and she had, like, loads of cash she pulled out. So when Colleen landed at the airport, she had typical airport issues, and she spent hours waiting for her luggage. And it was during this time when she was waiting for her her luggage to come through is when she first noticed the strange lady wearing a trench coat and glasses at 1 a.m. in the airport. Like, Lisa... Honey, you're going to stick out like a fucking sore thumb. Like, what yeah, are you like doing? you're not – you are so sus. That is, like, yeah. so weird. What <laughs> I'm the just fuck? imagining Lisa there, like, in her trench coat and glasses sitting at the airport at 1 a.m. Like, girl. And this is, like, post 9-11. Like, she's lucky somebody didn't think she was a fucking terrorist doing that right. weird shit. Like, I'm serious. So like, that, you can't just be acting like that in a fucking airport. You look weird. It, yeah, it, that's so true. But she was sitting there fucking awkward, just sitting there watching Colleen. Colleen has doesn't have no idea who Lisa is, mind you. So Lisa could have came oh, regular. Poor girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lisa could have came regular without anything. And Colleen wouldn't have known who she was because Colleen has no idea who this lady is, even is. Like Colleen just knows Bill. She just knows that she has this thing going on with Bill. She has no idea about Lisa. Oh, my God. So Colleen even like attempted to like say, like give her a friendly hello, hi, because they were like in the same like luggage waiting, you know, like at the airport and it's 1 a.m. Right. So it's like an empty, like, you know, empty building. So she was trying not to be awkward and she's like, hi, how are you? But Lisa was like st- just stoic, stone faced, didn't, re- didn't reciprocate. Colleen's what like, okay, fuck? that's that's weird. <laughs> but eventually she got her luggage and she made her way back to her parked vehicle so if you guys know, like, if you ever parked at the airport, there's, like, different parking lots. Um, mm-hmm. There's, like, expensive parking lots where it's, like, really close to the airport. Right. Or there's, like, the less expensive where you have to take, like, a bus shuttle and it's, like, an underground parking lot. So right. Co- Colleen parked in, like, the less 
um, expensive one. So she had to take like a yeah. shuttle and do some walking, which means it's more remote. It's 1 a.m. in the morning. It's fucking that's so scary to me. Like, no, that's so scary. Yeah. Imagine being in an underground parking lot in the like early morning and like she could feel someone walking behind her. And I listened to her interview and um, oh, thank I, God I heard alive. Colleen speak and she said that she could he- she could hear the swish of the pants behind her. Like, you know, that, that oh my swish. God. Yes. And she said that she would walk faster and the person's footsteps got faster. So it was getting like. That's making my stomach drop. Like my stomach yes. literally dropped thinking about that. That is terrifying. I know. When I heard her interview, I was like, that is so, like, I cannot imagine that feeling of, like, someone walking behind you and you're going Mm-mm. faster and they're going faster and you hear them, like, you hear it's them like walking. Yeah, it's a fucking movie. So she literally starts booking it to her car because she's Hell feeling yeah. someone following her. And she said, like, she literally made it within, like, seconds because as soon as she closed the, she closed her door, locked it, uh, Lisa was at her door handle trying to open it. Oh, my God. I know. I cannot imagine. Like, that is so fucking, like, this lady with a wig. The trench coat and the wig. The trench coat. Like, (laughs) I cannot imagine. So she literally tried opening up her car door, and she was banging on her window. And Lisa was, like, um, saying, I need help. I'm stuck at the airport. Can you please help me? And Colleen's, like, what the fuck's up with this crazy lady? Oh, hell no, bitch. I'm not. I'll call the cops. I got to go. Yeah, no. Colleen was like, I'll, I'll call someone for you if you need help. I'll call the police if you need help. Like, you know, I, I what do you want me to do? And Colleen, being like a, a sweetheart, found a little ounce of sympathy. And she rolled down her window with just like a little crack. So she cracked her window to talk to Lisa. And that's when Lisa sprayed her with pepper spray. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, through the little crack, she sprayed her with pepper spray. And that <sighs> is when... <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I just that's I what? That's just crazy. That's crazy. Nuts. This poor She's girl. She's a crazy person. I know. So her whole um her whole car is filled with pepper spray, oh but my she's God. able to like hit the gas and like book it like in her car out of that underground airport, but she she did stop, which I don't know how she did that with pepper spray in her eyes. She stopped to tell the airport guard, like, call the police or the fucking adrenaline, probably. Yeah. She said she thought initially that she was like a carjacking. Like they're trying someone trying oh. to steal a car. She had no idea. She thought it was like a random act, like an opportunity. Yeah, because she didn't know who this lady was. No idea. So the police show up and found Lisa with her duffel bag inside. Inside the duffel bag, Lisa had cash, printouts of the emails between Colleen and Bill, the pepper pepper spray, BB gun, knife, trash bags, gloves, a mallet, which is like a hammer, rubber tubing, like I don't know what you do that for, and then a computer disc of bondage scenes from Bill's computer. So I guess like Bill was into like bondage, Bondage BDSM shit. Yeah, and she like took that too and the – like. Maybe she's pissed off. I don't know. And then also there was um, diapers, and they also found a map of Colleen's inside of Colleen's apartment. They found and they found the used diapers too in there. So First she of all, was throw those away. What? Fucking disgusting. That's disgusting. Disgusting. Ew. So the investigation. Um, the police did a really <laughs> shitty. Did really shitty police work ultimately. Um, they denied Lisa her rights to attorney after she requested one. They searched her car without a proper warrant. 
So a lot of these things were not admissible in court. So I know. So Lisa was initially charged of attempted murder because like, why do you have trash bags and a fucking gun, a BB gun and a hammer and gloves? Like, what are you doing, girl? So she was initially charged with attempted murder, but then it um, got reduced because of the poor, the poor right. work and because of the attorneys, they made a deal. And and obviously Lisa never had any, um, no prior, like prior anything. So she ended up getting out pretty scot-free. She only did like two days in jail. Oh and uh, I know in like one year probation. So it was, a, she, she uh, pled guilty to misdemeanor of ba- burglary and misdemeanor battery. Um, and her defense did claim insanity that Lisa suffered from OCD, depression, and insomnia. So, I mean, that is the story. Luckily, it didn't like – it's not like ending in death. There was nothing crazy. She, poor Colleen got pepper sprayed, and I'm sure she has like PTSD from underground airport parking lots. Yeah. But luckily, I feel like this is like a funner case to do about yeah. a, like functional behaviors because – what the fuck was Lisa thinking? I mean, going from this, all these credentials and being a little astronaut to this is a steep downfall. Um, so if we can talk about the setting events of what led her to this. First of all, she's beautiful. Like, I just looked her up. Lisa, Lisa? I just wanted to yeah, know. She Not is. that it matters. Like, I'm, but it's like, God, on top of yeah. all of that, yeah, you're gorgeous. Well, mm-hmm. she is. I wouldn't say was because she's obviously alive, but still like God, him. gorgeous, like so mm-hmm. cute, redhead. Did you get Colleen? What? No. What is her last name? I don't know. I would just put Lisa. Nowak I'll just put Colleen. Lisa Nowak. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, she she is, she was attractive, but obviously this like pushed her to a whole other. Oh, it's Colleen Chipman. Oh, she's a blonde. She's cute too. She's cute too. Yeah. And that and that's the astronaut guy. Oh, that's yep. So I mean they were Okay. I think the function was access to tangible well, like I hate to say tangibles because I'm I'm speaking about Bill, but um right. like I think the whole function of that was that if I get rid of her, I get Bill. So right. I think it was access. Um mm-hmm. That's really the one that's sticking out to me the most because I don't see how this would be automatic. Like, like this, like, like the sensation of killing her. I don't know. It's so weird. I mean, but- if she f- actually was able to go through with it, there would have been an automatic reinforcement. Because mm-hmm. obviously, I, I assume that if you want to murder and you do it, even because there's some murderers after say, oh, afterwards I realized what I did and I felt horrible. I know Jeffrey Dahmer is a huge one where he claimed he would like black out and then he would like feel this remorse and then mm-hmm. he would like and whatever. But there is probably a moment where your dopamine goes through the roof. You're like, oh my god, getting all of this automatic sensory overload of like doing mm-hmm. what you wanted to do in the moment, whether afterwards. Mm-hmm. A little bit later, you might feel like shit. So there might have been like an automatic reinforcer if she actually went through with the crime that she right. wanted to commit. But I think the the behavior that we can see, because we can't talk about that because it didn't like fully happen. We can kind of just like hypothesize what if. But like the one we can see, to me, that's totally access. But the response effort is that's insane. Crazy. Yeah. Insane. So I did. I 
yeah, I did want to bring up like the setting events, like what happened before, what's going on in right. her life. So I didn't mention that in 2003, there was a shuttle crash. Um, so there, a, basically a, a spacecraft, a spacecraft like crashed and killed seven astronauts in 2003. And one oh. of those astronauts was her best friend. So it was oh. another female astronaut that died during that, that spacecraft that spacecraft crash Mm -hmm. and um that happened four years before the event um and then 2004 2007 the affair just ended she just got a divorce in 2007 she just got back from that her space mission in 2006 and like we have no idea what it is like how stressful it can i can't imagine to be in space um for 13 days like even our brain chemistry or like physically, how does that affect us not being right. on earth? Like I have no idea. So that could play like, you know, play a little role in like this whole leading up to it. And then like, For sure. imagine she got a divorce. She left the father of her children thinking that her and Bill were going to go live happily ever after for him just to say, actually, I'm, I'm going to cut you off because I'm seeing Colleen. This is like an extinction burst exactly and then like just the she's a mother to twins and, a, and another boy so she's a mother to three i'm sure that's really stressful and then right. she went and broke into his house and she found those emails that she didn't want to see and i was thinking like have you ever saw something that you didn't want to see in that feeling that you get like yeah i know that- i was thinking it when you were talking about it because like obviously now i'm not crazy but i've been in a relationship where it drove me to be crazy and yeah, like it's like, and it sucks. It's like, oh, he told her about her, right? But still, like you see, it's like, oh, maybe that email was from a month before, and it's like, fuck, like you didn't tell me this a month ago that you were talking to her, and exactly. then you hate her because it's like it's literally not her fault at all. She doesn't even know you fucking exist. She doesn't even know you exist exactly. But then you hate her because you're like, fuck, you're taking him away from me. Exactly. So stupid, but yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like that that feeling of like just betrayal, even though she she was literally cheating on her husband too. So she has no like, how can you, how can you say like betrayal when you were literally right. betraying your husband? But that feeling of betrayal, I'm sure she was just like, how like mantic she must have felt driving 900 miles. Like not probably not, if you're not taking a piss and shit in the toilet, you're probably not sleeping. So that's right. why the defense claimed insanity from insomnia. But you've had to have the willingness to not sleep beforehand. It's not like you're not sleeping to think I'm not going to sleep. So right. I don't, you know what I mean? So like, I mean, all those things definitely can drive a person over the edge. Um, the, I think this case is just... A lot of it was like self-induction. Like right. obviously aside from her friend losing her life, that's awful. Like right. that's tragic. But you cheated on your husband. That's why you lost your husband. Then right. you're in a relationship with someone who you were fucking cheating with. Like, did you, where did you think that was going to come? Then he told you straight up, we're ending this. It's not like he was like hiding this girl from you and you just found it. So like mm-hmm. all of these things were like, like her own doing most of it. So it's like, we can right. say like, oh, it happened because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But that only happened because of like her intentional behavior mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of wanting to get rid of this girl. Yep. Yeah, so exactly. I think that's why, like, we said that with Shannon, Shannon. Yeah, yeah, Shannon. Shannon. Sorry. Um, it's like I think that we get looked at bad because we like see it so like black and white sometimes. But it's like, right. yeah, like these mentalistic 
things can come into play for sure. Maybe she was mm-hmm. suffering from insomnia. How the fuck did you stay awake that long? Were you taking energy right. drinks? Were you drinking? Were you, did you do drugs on the way there? Like you're doing that to yourself. It's not like you su- do you have a history of suffering from insomnia or was it just because of this one 900 mile drive that you did and you decided to go and try to kill somebody? Like, right. what? Yes. It, it's crazy. I, it's crazy that I think the reason why the case is so big is because She's an astronaut. So when we look at people right. with these well-respected, like, you know, these careers, these prestigious careers, we think of them in a different light. Like, they're a different sure. type of person. But I, it's important to understand that we're all just people at the end of the day. And right. uh, regardless to what position you have, what your career is, you're still – you still can be susceptible to mental illness. So oh, yeah, clearly absolutely. she's not well to, like – drive 900 miles in diapers to go possibly commit murder or I don't know what obviously we don't know what she had in mind she claimed that she just wanted to talk to her and just have a conversation with her but clearly with she had ill intent because she had gloves she had the trash bags she had weapons she pepper sprayed her like if you just want to have a conversation with somebody you don't go pepper spray them right away you go right. and try to talk to them whatever she could have had that conversation at the airport while they were waiting for the luggage or while right. Colleen was waiting for her luggage, like that conversation could happen right there. So the fact that she was following her to her car, um, clearly she had some other, you know, other motivation behind her going out and doing this. So I don't know. I think the function, I think access to, I think she did think if I get rid of Colleen, I'll get Bill back. Um, but ultimately Bill and Colleen, they married and they had kids together. And She stayed with him? Colleen. Oh my god! Yeah, I yeah, know, but Colleen. that's what I'm saying. Imagine, like, I don't know if I'd be able to stay with someone who brought that fucking crazy ass shit near me. Right? <laughs> I know, I know. It actually, it's it said that it brought them closer. So Colleen's pretty open about the whole situation. Like, she goes on interviews and talks about it. Obviously, Lisa is trying to stay as low key as possible. She tries. She yeah, um, I bet. Yeah, she wanted the her record sealed. She doesn't want people talking about this. But, um, yeah, Colleen and um, Bill, it said that this whole fiasco brought them closer and they ended up getting married and going on and having kids. And that's obviously what Lisa did not want to do. So sucks for Lisa. But, yeah, she ended up losing her ranking position, which severely affects, like, her retirement and, like, her pension and all that stuff. So she she took a big L. Um, She was no longer, like – able to be with nasa anymore so like she can kiss her astronaut goodbye yeah so she she definitely got a lot of repercussions from this so just be careful ladies don't go fucking crazy (laughs) over a do over a cheating ass guy and it's like how many times have you or like you know a friend that turns up okay like come on so it's like don't like if this is the type of behavior that is coming out from being around somebody don't be with that person. There's a, there's right. a million other men out there. Yep. Yep. Exactly. But. No. I've been like super toxic relationships where you just yeah. go like ape shit, like a totally different person. So I understand that feeling. But to go this far, I mean, you have 900 miles to think about what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> like That's if what you I'm haven't, saying. Like that is intentional well. the whole way. That is not well. So you know, mental illness was brought up a lot after this with NASA. Like, I guess they, they don't have a lot of testing for mental illness, which is something that they right. are like now they're more conscientious and aware of because 
even astronauts can go crazy and do crazy shit. Like it's of not course. just yeah, anybody can be crazy. So yeah, that's the that's the story of the diaper astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. Oh my god. That was fun. I think it was that was so funny though. (laughs) I think it was a fun one too because there was no like murder, there was no real crime, but it's just just crazy behaviors. It's so crazy. So thank you for listening. Um, Please don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening now. Leave us a review if you're on Apple Podcast, and you can DM us or follow us on Instagram at ABA on a Pod. You can send us an email if you have any case recommendation topic episode ideas at aba on a pod at gmail.com and then you can find me personally on instagram at objective outcomes and you can find me at behavior with ash and thanks for listening thanks guys